What in the world, Nathan? Ew. The mushroom Swiss on Texas toast. You went to Whataburger uh-huh. and got a mushroom sandwich. Too healthy. It was awesome. Nasty. You should have gotten some with jalapenos and avocados. Yeah. And avocados. <laughs> you could have had the patty melt. I do usually get a patty melt. That's you 90, had, 90% had, uh, of the time. Honey bar barbecue chicken strip sandwich. Oh, that's oh, where it's bad. at. I'm not do it. I can't do it. Can't do it? That I can't one's do it. so good. I can't do it. Little chicken tenders, a little cheesy cheese, a little BBQ. When I wish upon a star for that one special girl to take me on the ride to a whole new world. Under the sea of bare necessities, you've got a friend of me because I'm fun and fancy free. With you on my arm, people won't know what to do. Say, I want to be like you, bibbidi bobbidi boo. Like Woody and Jesse and Toy Story 2. Girl, I have your name written on the bottom of my shoe. Hello, and welcome to episode 58 of Mirror with Mouse Ears. I am one of your hosts, Michael Agnew. I'm your other host, Zara Agnew. And today, we are continuing our D23 update, talking all things Marvel movies, Star Wars, Disney movies, Disney Plus streaming. We have my legendary brother, Nathan Agnew, to bring all of his nerdy hot takes for us. We're excited. We love D23. So I know that it's been a while. Well, we did post an episode last Thursday, so we have been consistent for two straight weeks now. But Zara, tell the people who we are. We are a couple from Dallas, Texas, who love all things Disney, literally everything, all things pop culture. We love talking about movies. We love our baby son, Theo, who just turned nine months. Very exciting. Shout out to him. And we love tacos, and we love Mexican food, and we just like being chill people. Not just tacos, but all Mexican food. Exactly. We don't discriminate against the burritos, the enchiladas. I don't like beans, actually. Okay. So that's Zara awkward. does discriminate against slight Mexican food. A little bit. But other than that, we are all about it. So every episode, we do a fan shout-out, and this episode's fan shout-out is like a fan shout-out of all fan shout-outs. It is, because I know her in real life. And not only did this person, like, do we know them in real real, real life, but Megan went to MaryWithMousers.com. Yes. Went to the contact button. A very underutilized source. And sent us an email. That's pretty great. And gave us lots of in-depth insight into Megan's life, her love for Disney, her love for this podcast, and now she's in the inner circle. This is very exciting. So Megan sent us this email and basically and said that she has been periodically listening because she used to work with Zara a couple years ago. Yes, anthropology. Um, but that she is applying. Yes, Zara does work at Anthro. She is fancy. Yes. All right. So, but she is applying for the Disney college program in spring 2020. Super cool. And she really like, literally wants so cool. to get in, but she's nervous because she's never been to Disney World. Okay. I mean, not everyone can go. Disney World's far away from Texas. It's very expensive. Like, I, if your family's lie. not into Applying it. I'm for the Disney College program, and yet never having been to Disney. It's bold. It's a bold move. It's a very bold move. And so because it's such a bold move, and she just needed to make sure... She is booking a one-day trip to Magic Kingdom. That's legit. Flying into Orlando in the morning. Legit. Then flying out that same night. That's a quick one. 
She did not put the date for when this trip was, hmm. but she said that she has been listening to our podcast episodes to help her get ready. That's good. We need to reach her ASAP. I and hope see we, if she's already been on this trip. I hope we've had enough. We need tips. to hear. Yes, I know. We need. I don't think we have an an episode of going to Disney in just one day. I mean, we've had we've talked about visiting the Magic Kingdom before and the top sure, like sure, sure, food, sure. top rides at Magic Kingdom. We've definitely talked about our favorite things there. It's my favorite park for sure. Um, but I, I mean, I think spending a whole day there will really get you immersed in the magic, you know, just soaking in the atmosphere, even if you can't ride everything, uh, try to get some fast passes if you can, but really just try to get acquainted with it is what I would say. Like walk every, every nook and cranny of it so you can get the layout of it. I don't know, you know, with the Disney college program, if you'll be working in the magic kingdom, that's my other question is where where would she like to work? Does she want to work in retail? Does she want to work in food service? Does she want to work as a performer? I, I mean, my guess would be retail because that's what, um, you know, she has worked in the past, but I don't know. So that is another follow-up question for her. So many questions. Okay. Well, I won't lie. Did I search her on Facebook? Yes. You are mutual friends with her. I'm not, so I couldn't see her whole profile. Okay. But she does have a link to a website. I went to this website. Oh, my gosh. Did you know that she does painting, and she's very creative? Oh, I don't think I knew that. Yeah, so maybe so maybe she, she wants to do something creative and artsy. Maybe she'll do the silhouette cutouts with the scissors like, <laughs> like we got for Theo. That would be legit. That would be. All right, so Megan, one, thank you so much for listening. Two... You're a bigger Disney fan than we are, even though you've never been, because you are doing the Disney College program. That's awesome. We, uh, that's so exciting. I wish that we had done that, like looking back on life. I want insider tips. I, I, you're probably not allowed to tell us, but I want well, all the tell insider something. information. Yeah. All right. So I don't know how to pronounce Megan's last name. I think it's Nouveau. Nouveau. Nouveau? I think Ooh, it's Nouveau. That, that's so fancy. Or Nevo. Nevo? Nemo? No. Okay. I, I didn't know where that was going. So what kind of, what nickname do you think Megan needs? Megan's really short. I'll tell you that in real life. Okay. She Wow, is, just putting Megan on blast. I, I mean, I'm like, short, I mean, but like, she's shorter short. than me. She's shorter than she's you? She's petite. That's that's possible? Petite Megan. Wow, petite Megan. I know. Um, No, she needs like a, you know, like a... Lilo's kind of short. Lilo, okay. Um... Hmm. No, Remy. she needs something for like doing Disney College program and just not going to Disney for like her first day. So like bold Megan. Or, going or, to school like, makes me think of Monsters University. Oh, oh okay. College. Okay. Um, Monster Megan. Monster Megan. Yeah. Mon- Monster Megan? Yeah. Okay, sure. Monster Megan, welcome to the Mary with Mouse Ears family. You're in the fam. And Mary with Mouse Ears has lots of M's. Monster Megan has lots of M's. We just like all the M's. We're all about M&M's. the alliteration. M&M's, y'all. Yeah, M&M's. M&M's. That's it. All right, well, let's get to my brother Nathan. All right. And if our audio sounds different, that is because we have a, a guest on this podcast episode, the legendary, my brother, Nathan Agnew. That's me. Welcome. So Nathan is here to give us all of the hot takes on Star Wars, on Marvel, on Disney Plus streaming, uh, just really just all things movies and comic books. I'm excited. You know all the things that I don't know. So you are basically 
filling in for hey, you. Hey, I'm just filling in for you. I'm an extension of you. I'm phoning it in because I know nothing about all of the Marvel things and the Star Wars things. Well, we still need all of your quippy comments, though. So you can't, you know, just like be on Instagram the whole time. Quip, quip. Yeah, I'm not funny. You're funny. I'm not funny. You're funny. Looking. <laughs> all right. So I watched a lot of the panels from D23 with movies and Disney Plus streaming on YouTube, and I took a ton of notes. So are y'all ready to just talk about the upcoming Disney movies and Disney Plus things that are coming to our eyeballs? Well, there's a ton of it. Yes. Drop some knowledge. All right, so starting with the Disney Studios. So the movies that Disney Studios is releasing, one, Mulan is coming. It's gonna be awesome. It will be awesome. Did you know that Mushu will not be a dragon, but instead Mm -hmm. he, he will be a phoenix? Yes, actually. That's yeah. weird. So, dragon, dragon, better than Phoenix. I don't think he's going to talk. I don't think so either. She reminds me of Harry Potter. There won't be really any songs, but there mm. will be instrumental tracks to those songs that we know yes. and, and love. So you can sing like, who is that girl I see staring back, back at me? Yeah, Close. back at me. Straight, straight back, back at me. me. Yeah. There you go. So I believe that that's coming out... Next year. Everyone's complaining that there's no music, but I'm glad there's no music. Because it's different. The Chinese audience for that movie didn't like the songs in the original. <gasps> Whoa. And now that a Chinese company is helping to produce this movie, and oh. it's like the biggest actress in China, or one of the biggest actresses in China is doing it. So they're trying to make it like slightly more authentic. Oh yeah, they're, they're trying to sell tickets in China, and they're not trying to insult anyone. So they're oh, like, okay, good. let's do this like the Chinese audience want this, wants this to be okay. made. Okay. So for any of you wondering how Nathan is an expert in this, he has uh, been to Hong Kong twice in the past uh, like three years, mm-hmm. and has been to Hong Kong Disney two times mm-hmm. in, in that span. Both trips. It's kind of my thing. All right, so the Jungle Cruise movie is coming out. Who is excited for the Jungle Cruise movie? I have heard like, nothing about it. What? It, me neither. The Did Rock you hear is in it. About it. Yes, The Rock is in it. Emily Blunt is in it. Those are two stars, right this there. This sounds like Jumanji. It, it totally sounds like Jumanji. That's what I'm thinking. Like it's supposed to be funny, right? Because the Jungle Cruise yeah. obviously is like funny. I feel like this sounds like Jumanji, where it's just going to be slapstick humor, and they're running around through the jungle, and then what's his face, the little short comedian guy, um, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart's <laughs> going to show up and be like, "Hi guys, I'm Kevin Hart." Speaking uh, about Kevin Hart, he got into in it into a car a- accident what? and um, has like bad back problems now. I have no idea. Yeah. So I saw that on Twitter. He so might not be running Jungle, the jungle. Cruise movie coming out July 24th, 2020. So next summer, a big summer blockbuster movie. Disney is going all in on uh, the Jungle Cruise being So good. they're putting that in their summertime slot. Yes. Mulan will be March 27th, 2020. So in That the... sounds like a March movie. Yes. Okay. Mulan, Jungle Cruise, what else? All right. So then... Next year, also, Frozen 2 is coming out, which, which we have talked mm. extensively about. Um, what is the timeline for that one? Would y'all say that you are excited for this movie? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay, good. I think I am. Nathan, you're not... I don't have kids. Yeah, you don't have kids. You're not into the princesses or the songs or yeah. whatever. Like, I loved the first one. Love the soundtrack. Actually listen to the soundtrack a lot. Sure. Well, well, yeah, so Frozen 2 comes out like this year. So oh. November 22nd. Wait, it comes out this year? This November? Yes. Oh. So, so like very soon. That's very, like very soon. so soon. Yeah. 
Oh. Um, they talked a little bit. So Sterling K. Brown is going to be in this movie. I like that. Who is from This Is Us. We love Sterling K. Brown on this podcast. Nathan's face right now. Okay, he was. Um, he was in Black Panthers. Yes. Killmonger's dad from from oh from yeah he's Black awesome Panther. yeah 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 he's awesome i yeah. like that guy he's yeah. great okay um so he's voicing a frozen character. two will answer why elsa has her powers and where their parents were going yeah whenever they got into i think we see more shipwreck. of their mom is what i've heard or yeah more about their parents also, these two movies will make one complete story. Oh, I like that. Oh, so, I do like that. So they made it seem like there probably won't be a Frozen 3, I guess, like, with, like, that sentence. Okay, that that does make sense. Or wow. it means that once the story's done, they'll do okay, a like, trilogy. Okay, like, Toy Story, like, you, they just keep making them. Why can't they just do with Frozen? Yeah, well, that's a great point. May, may, maybe the next one involves Elsa's kids. Elsa's not having children. You I mean Anna and Kristoff's kids? Who knows? Who knows? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, they didn't really talk a, a ton about this, but they showed a picture of Emma Stone as Cruella, and it looks awesome. Looks freaking dope. Looks good. It freaking is going to be set dope. in the seventies, mm-hmm. um, and it is going to really be before she became like Cruella DeVille. So Ooh. it's going to be like before like what we know her as. So is this she like is an origin person? story? Yes, I think it is the origin story. And so there has been a lot of... Okay, so of... it's not live action 101 Dalmatians. It's literally just Cruella DeVille. It's, is that what you're saying? Yes, it is Cruella. And there has been a, a okay. lot of talk on, does this one tie into the Glenn Close live action That's what I was 101 Dalmatians Wait, from, the old like, one? from like 2000? Because that wasn't that long. I because, mean, like twenty like, years ago. Because, but... like in the animated one, it was, I guess, like the seventies, maybe before then. Oh no, the animated one was early, 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 yeah, it's early. Set in yeah. the fifties. No, it was like nineteen thirty. Like it was, it was early, early. Because all the cars that they drove were like oh, okay, old point, English cars. Point. They had to wind them up. Set in the thirties. Okay. Mm-hmm. But if you That's have true. not seen this picture yet, it looks awesome. Like it doesn't like look like Emma Stone. Yeah, she looks really cool. So, are we all in on this? Yeah. I'm totally in on She's that. She's a good right. 100%. villain. 100%. I would much rather creepy. have this than Maleficent. That's for sure. Oh, that's a hot take. Oh, wow. And, whoa, really? Oh, yeah. Maleficent 2 looks awesome. Whoa, Nathan. Maybe we just haven't watched the trailer recently Dude, Maleficent enough. 2 looks tight. The wow. first one just was so meh for me that I Dude, was no. just like... This one looks so good. Wow. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Nathan, you might be the first person I've I, I, I've met that's just like excited for Maleficent too. Oh yeah, hundred percent. All right, well then that means that if it's good, you you. I have to come back on and say something yes, about it. Exactly. So then they they ended off the Disney Studios panel with talking about this. Like came out of nowhere, but their first original Disney Studios movie since Moana is going to be called Raya and the Last Dragon. Cool. Sounds like a last airbender type of thing. I don't know why it made me think of that. But... Yeah, it's it's based, it's like a fantastical kind of last yeah. airbender-y kind of thing. Yeah. It has the big dragon. So well, like... yeah, and it's it, well, yeah. So, so the dragon looks different than how to train your dragon. 
Yeah, it's like a traditional lion dragon. Do we yes. like dragons? Yes. Are we a fan of dragons? I'm a fan of Mushu. I know that there's a lot of people that think that How to Train Your Dragon is, is a Disney movie. It's not. That's DreamWorks. Yeah. For sure not. And so this might be Disney being like, hey, we need we need like get into like the dragon like territory. Yeah, people don't realize that Chinese dragons are not the same as European dragons. This one is a Chinese tale, so it's going to look different. Man, look mm. at Nathan just flexing all of his Chinese knowledge. All right, so... That's all of the Disney Studios. We just got to just roll through this because there's like 50 things Mm -hmm. to talk about. The Pixar, really there are two big movies um, for Pixar. One is is Onward, which is coming out March 2020. Um, It has Tom Holland and and it has Chris Pratt. Which is going to be awesome. And it's basically um, like this mystical monsters universe set in suburbia. I don't know why I wasn't very excited when I saw the trailer, but yeah, I don't know. It just didn't like wow me. Well, like I love the, the idea of so like in the trailer there are like cute ideas that could be really good. So like there's these like ravaged unicorns that are kind of like raccoons, but the unicorns are like going through like their trash. So just like the suburban life, but there's like mystical creatures. So kind of like Monsters, Inc., but mystical creature version. Outside of Cars 2, I've never seen a bad Pixar movie. So I think this is going to be good. Even if I don't understand it, it's going to be good. True. Well, I, yeah, I, The Last Dinosaur, um, I... I forgot that was well, a movie. I have to like rewatch it. I've only seen mm. it one time, and uh, in my mind, that's the only one that I really. It was didn't sad. Enjoy. It was the, probably the saddest Pixar movie yes. I've seen. Truth. All right. Well, Theo just woke up from his nap, so he will join us for the next couple of minutes. So then, the second Pixar movie is an is a new movie that will be coming out in June of 2020, and that is called Soul, mm. which looks a ton like Inside Out. Won't lie. I... Did, so wait, did you see any like stills yes. from this? Like, yes. Okay, I haven't seen anything. I've just like heard about it. I've seen and like the poster. It does sound very interesting, but I've heard like more artsy, more intense than Inside Out or whatever. Well, yeah, so it stars Jamie Foxx and Tina Fey. Um, so I'm showing you these pictures right now. So like this is what like this dude's soul looks like. Mm. And that's what like the baby soul looks like. <laughs> So on the panel, they said that the movie focuses on baby souls and and like the seminar that basically all of these souls have to have to like attend and like graduate from. And then once you graduate like from this kind of like kind of like from the school, then you can become someone's soul. And so it follows like this character named so they're all Joe babies, who and like loves graduate. movie or sorry who who, who like loves music hmm. and uh, yeah. So then. We have all of this news about Disney Plus, the new streaming service that will be coming out in November. Mm-hmm. All right, so there's a bunch of movies, a bunch of TV shows. One of the biggest movies is the Lady and the Tramp live action remake Ooh, that, that instead of coming to good. theaters, will be coming to the streaming service. Mm-hmm. Have y'all seen this trailer? It looks awesome. I actually still haven't watched it. How have it? you not seen the trailer? I don't know. I've been doing other stuff. Okay. It looks good. Well, yeah, so, like, it does look really good. They basically took live-action dogs along with CGI. and Oh, they... so they're not, like, the John Favreau style, just complete CGI? Yes, correct. The show. All right, so that's really the only movie that I think is of importance, but there are a ton of TV shows, and there is one TV show that I was very much out on, but they released a trailer for it, and I'm back in on it. Which one? And that is the... 
High School Musical. The musical, the show, or the musical, the series? Yes. Yes. Did y'all watch the original movies? No, I honestly, like, one of my um, things that the students that I work with find repulsive is that I have only seen High School Musical one time because you made me. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's me a too. Good movie. But I've never seen any of the other ones. Mm-mm. I have no idea, like, and even that one, I just. I couldn't remember, tell you the names of the characters. Yeah, like Zach Efron. And there's basketball. Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah. Oh, and, and Corbin Blue. And Corbin Blue. Yeah, I mostly know him from Dancing with. So the why stars. are you excited about this <clears throat> TV? Because it series? looks good. Because the idea of it is very interesting. So basically, the idea of this t- of this show is that it is the high school that the show was filmed in. So mm-hmm. so like let's say. Um, high School Musical was filmed in Garland High School, mm-hmm. and and then the show would be about Zara about Zara Black and Megan Campbell mm-hmm. auditioning for the High School Musical play mm-hmm. that they are doing about, at Garland High School at Garland High School about the musical that so was it's filmed like in their real school. life students so, like yes. actual real. So students. it's High School Musical, the musical, the, the series. series. Okay, but it is like a scripted show, so like no, it's like not um, real people. It almost has like a Degrassi vibe, if that makes it does makes make sense. sense. Yeah, sounds slightly Glee esque as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, very much so. I think that it will, yeah, fill that void that um, Glee there is has. a void in my heart from not having Glee anymore. The show that I am next excited for is Monsters at Work, which is the Monsters in- Incorporated. Monsters yeah. Inc. Yeah, like yeah, Mike yeah. and Sully. Yeah, I was gonna say Monsters University, but it's more like Monster. So this show it is set right after Monsters Inc. So like a week after oh, Monsters so Inc. happens, there all is- of them like redoing their new jobs or something. Yes, and so there mm-hmm. will be cameos from Mike and Sully. Oh, but so probably like-, like new characters too. Yes, exactly. And well, yeah. So or like some of the lesser known. One ones. of the big things is that the. Um, valedictorian of like the monsters university like one of like those classes so it it is tying in like knowledge of monsters university but someone who is like the valedictorian of like the monsters university class comes in and he's like the new big shot like monster who thinks that he can like get everything and Hmm. yeah i mean we got to introduce theo to the all the monsters uh series Eventually, so I feel like that, that one show. hasn't been relevant for a few years, though. It Monsters hasn't, Inc. But has been kind of out. I really like the I like it too. Like, well, yeah, I love like those characters. I love both of those movies, and I think that yeah, that like that will hopefully. It's kind of fun. It's fun. something different that that's on just for the TV show. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I like it. There is a reboot of Lizzie McGuire. Is it a People reboot? People have been talking about this. This is Is very... it like a reboot or a continuation? Okay, a, a continuation. Okay. A continuation of her life when she's like 30 or something and like a working mom. But basically, Hillary Duff from what I've heard is going to be the only one from the original series that's in this show. So she has like new friends and new work life because Nobody else. Because no one talks to anyone show. from middle school anymore. Well, Facts. yeah, and like Very true. the other people in that series are not like actors anymore. Like yeah. Hillary Duff is the only one who like continued to act, I think. But her cartoon animated teenage self will like still be there. And Oh really? Yeah. And so the thing that like made it That's yeah, what like, made marketable. It, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like made it unique. So like that teenage version of her will still be 
connected to adult Hillary Duff as she's going through like oh, adult so life. I'm just but like, she has this internal dialogue yeah, yeah. of Me, young Lizzie McGuire. Am I the like target audience for this? Like I guess I am. I think so, yeah. Hmm. Plus like you love younger. I do love younger. And, which that's what Hillary Duff is in right yeah, now. Yeah, so that's her like show. new T V show. Hmm. Um Yeah. Hmm. All okay. about that. There is a very okay, one of the most enigmatic human beings on planet Earth is Jeff Goldblum. Oh yeah. And he has a TV show that's like the world according to Jeff Goldblum, or which like, looks awesome. Yeah, and it like, yeah, the trailer looked great, and it's basically him just like being like a curious person, being like, oh, I wonder what this is like, and then he just like has a day learning how like paper gets made or something like Where that. Do you it kind of reminds this show? me. How do you watch it? Also on Disney Plus. It's on Disney Plus. Oh. But it reminds me of like what Anthony Bourdain used to do. Yeah, he used uh-huh. to do his traveling shows where he would go and see stuff. So it wasn't just the food. It was also like the whole life and the culture behind it. Mm. And I feel like this is like almost like a replacement for Anthony Bourdain. Hmm. Yes. So if like if you are not sold, go watch this trailer. I need to watch it. It looks like one of the most interesting – like I mean like if like this – if this came on Netflix – this, it sounds like a Netflix show. That's why I was yeah, asking. Like, I was like, yeah, wait, this would be like one of like, on it feels like a like huge cultural show. Kind of like our blown away, just like random, like interesting. Yeah. Um, the Muppets are going to be doing a very interesting thing where they will, will be doing these like non-scripted interview I- interviews, like with celebrities. So kind of what, which like in my mind is like Zach Galifianakis, Zach Galifianakis. Oh, between two ferns. Between two ferns, but like with like the Muppets. Where they just like do awkward interviews. All right, like, so the guy that made the Muppets, Frank Oz, is the same guy that does Yoda. He's hilarious. Like he worked with the Monty Python guys. Mm. Like yeah. he was kind of part of their crew for a long time. And so like the, well, the Muppets are funny. They are super funny. Well, yeah, definitely. Like before our time in culture, the Muppets was like the biggest Huge. thing. Huge. And 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 I know that Disney has been trying really really hard. They tried to, to bring it back with that TV show on ABC like a couple of years. Was that ago. successful? No, it oh, wasn't. No, there. I don't was, think any like Muppets like reboot has been successful. Well, the, the movies, the movie, the movie was like all the right. first movie that came out that had the good. that had the dude from uh, I forgot like what his name. Was. I know. He's oh, like, I remember Evil Kermit came out. Like, is well, that the that was when the those, second that was one? The and that was weird. One. Okay, but that was weird. But it did produce like wasn't Amy great Adams in the first quality, one? Amy so. Adams, I think, was in the first. Maybe. One? I'm pretty sure she was. All right, so the the last Disney Plus TV show, which I'm very interested in, is. One called Encore, and it's a reality TV show where they basically take middle-aged forty-year-olds and they put them back into high school, and they get to redo the roles of of like the plays and musicals that they did in it, like in high school. So I was in South Pacific, and it was the biggest event of my entire life. Yeah, I would love to go back. Nathan Nathan won an award for high school musical. Not gonna lie, it wasn't bad. In Texas, like he was kind of like a big deal. I played Owl from Winnie the Pooh in a production. Ooh, ooh, that one was fun. What I was most proud ooh, of was or, um, show choir and drill team. So if, if they get to do that yeah. kind of stuff, if they had a if they had a bunch of moms doing drill team again, that would be fun. Uh, I would do that mm-hmm. in a heartbeat. I would do that. That'd be so fun. All right, so that's all of the Disney Plus stuff that came to my attention. Do y'all have anything that that you want to add? Sounds good. No. All right, so. Next thing is there was a ton of Marvel news that came out, and Nathan is the in-house Marvel uh, master. Expert. Yes. Expert. So what we are going to do is really just spend like one minute going through different Marvel things 
that are coming out. Mm-hmm. All right? Black Panther 2. <gasps> it's going to be tight. Um, so they're basically going to explain the world of Wakanda just a little bit more. And this is awesome. This is after Wakanda has been introduced to the world. So everyone knows that Wakanda is a thing now. And so it's basically um, going to be exploring some more of these tribes that they have in Wakanda while also having this subplot of what do we do now that Wakanda is exposed to the world. So it's like a cultural crisis within Wakanda. Ooh. We are now out in the public eye. People how are do we using our stuff. This? How do we do this? But also how do we manage the fact that there is uh-huh. this basically lost tribe that's in Wakanda and there's a bad guy that comes from that lost tribe kind of thing. Sounds legit. Um, that's, that's kind of what the dialogue is right we now. We get to see some of the same characters then. Oh yeah, you're, you're going to see in. some of the same okay, characters. Well, gonna... Don't get too excited because Black Panther 2 does not come out until May 6, 2022. Uh, so anytime I get some more Shuri, Shuri left. is my girl. She's cool. Mm-hmm. She's fashionable and she's a tech genius. Mm-hmm. So the next Marvel movie that is coming out though Black Widow. It's also going to be super tight. Is it? Oh, yes. All right. Convince us. All right. So the guy that played Hopper in, um, in, what's it called? Yes. Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Yeah. Is playing the Captain America America equivalent of the Soviet Union. Ooh. Wait, but in Stranger Things, he fought the Soviet Union. Yes, in this one. So he plays he's the... He's a little older. He's an equivalent sort of, of Captain America. Wow. And so he's like Captain... Not Captain Soviet, but like something along those one lines. One of the more random things about Stranger Things Season 3 was how Hopper became Captain America Light. And maybe he was just summoning his future character for Black Panther 2. So I think that one's going to be really good. I also really just dig um, Soviet movies and like stuff like that, kind of going into the Cold War. So I think it's going to be really stinking cool. I'm about it, 100%. Okay. Um, I guess then there is this whole new movie, maybe franchise? Yes. The Eternals? Can you give me, yeah, just like a basic synopsis some I have no idea. Okay. like like so, where are we yes so the celestials which is where the master jeff goldblum came from it's where ego oh. the living planet came from okay um so those people some people who have made um, like in, cameos in the mo- yeah in the movie uh, guardians of the galaxy they have that city of nowhere which uh-huh. is made inside of a giant skull that's a, a celestial the celestials made life basically hmm. And they experimented on some people that they called the Eternals. And they are undying people. They gave them, um, like, superpowers. And so these people have been alive on Earth for, like, 15,000 years, just living among us. Okay. But because of something that happened, I think because of the snap, they forgot where they were. But half the people that are, are, are eternal got snapped back. And when they got snapped back, they realized, I'm a 15,000 year old being. And I have these super secret powers that I forgot about. And so it's half the Eternals, remember, half of them don't. And they start like unraveling this mystery of who they are. Dude, that's nuts. Sounds yeah. wild. That actually, okay, that sounds very, very cool. So this is going to be a movie-like series, a, we think? A, a movie that will be coming out in November 2020. Black Widow comes out in May 2020. Mm-hmm. So, But the, crazy, the craziest thing so far about the Eternals is the cast. Of who is so Angelina okay. Jolie, Jimma Chan, hello oh. from Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, wait, really? Yeah, Jimma Chan's in it. Oh, um, there's so, a bunch of people in it. Kit Harrington, who mm-hmm. is from Game, who is from Game of Thrones, Kit like Harington, one of the, yeah. the biggest characters. Yes. in all of that show. That's exciting. Um, he plays a knight in that one as well, which is funny. Yeah, that sounds cool. The Black Knight, White Castle Black. I uh, love it. All right, so um, yeah, so. You're saying Eternals, I should be all 
all in on. Thousand percent. Is the Eternals the future of the MCU? Or is it just like um, a different... It's kind of like how Thor brought in the magical realm to what we already had established with Iron Man. This is now bringing in another realm of ideas. So it's not going to be the continuation of everything. It's not going to be where we're going permanently. Yeah. It's just bringing in it's another... It's like a sidebar. It's, yes, it's bringing in another aspect uh, to the MCU. Multi-faceted, okay. gotcha. multi-layered. Mm-hmm. So, one of the, so this didn't come out necessarily like in D23, but in the Comic-Con Expo that was a couple months ago but on the disney plus streaming service there are going to be a lot of marvel shows and for the first time really ever these marvel shows will will impact where the movies go yes and so there are a couple shows that we have known about and then at d23 they released some new shows that we had no idea were coming would you rather talk about first the new shows or the established shows that we have known about um, let's do the established shows and then let's go into the news. All right, so, uh, we have known about Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yes. Can you sway me on this? I'm iffy on this one. Mm-hmm. So, Falcon is not taking up the mantle of Captain America. He's only using Captain America's shield and he's becoming a patriotic character. What? But he is not becoming Captain America himself. I mean, himself. how could you? You can't. So, he's going to continue being the Falcon, okay. doing his thing, but they're going to do this, um... Kind of like buddy, not buddy cop movie, but basically that's yeah. what it is. It's yeah, yeah. a it's a buddy cop movie kind of thing with about Bucky, right? With Bucky as well. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So WandaVision yes. on the D twenty three panel, they said it's going to be kind of like a comedy sitcom, and it'll have ties to comedy or ties genre to the Dick Van Dyke show. Yes. What in the so world? So it takes place during the nineteen fifties. At okay. least it looks like. Yeah. I don't know how this works. But it looks like Wanda is a 1950s house mom, and the Vision is an actual human being. And it's like a 1950s sitcom TV show so with these two people. Weird. weird. And I don't know how to explain it. I don't. I'm not so even. So many try. of these shows, like just like I feel like Marvel is just playing with like house money, and oh, they're yeah. just gonna just try different kooky stuff because now that they've made the most profitable movie of all time they can do whatever they want hmm sounds weird okay so there sorry is one other movie and that is the doctor strange multiverse of madness multiverse of madness which is like the kookiest name to a marvel movie ever. it's gonna be awesome as well basically in the new spider-man film they kind of dropped the idea of a multiverse we thought that's where uh, not magneto uh what's his name Spider-Man? Yeah, no, the old, the bad guy. Mysterio. Mysterio. Oh, yikes. What up, Jake? Jalen Hall, hopefully you're not listening to this podcast. I know, right? So, in the new movie for Spider-Man, Mysterio drops this idea of being from a multiverse. Well, in this new movie with Doctor Strange, they're being like, psych, that actually exists. And they're going to break it down and go into some of the really weird stuff that's happening with the multiverse. I think this all kind of ties into some of the other, um, like, they're taking the soul stone here, and they're taking the power stone here, and they're breaking off into all these other realities. I think that's kind of where they're going with it. Yeah, I actually, I think I heard that the WandaVision show will, like, tie into the new Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, so basically she does something bad in the WandaVision TV show, and her powers are unlocked. Like, something happens, and her powers are unlocked. Okay. And she basically turns into a dark phoenix kind of person for the new Doctor Strange movie, the Multiverse of Madness. 
And they're basically saying that she is drawing her energy from some weird um, magical realm, and Doctor Strange can help with that. Hmm. All right. Shang-Chi. All right. Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. I know nothing about it. Shang-Chi. Dude, Nathan the Chinese expert over here. Okay. This is going to be insane. All right, so it's going to be a classic kind of kung fu beat em up kind of movie, but at the same time. Movie or show? It's, it's, it's a show, right? I I think it is a show. Okay, sure, yeah. show. Let's go out operate it as though it's a show. So in the new Shang-Chi show, it's basically he is taking down the Ten Rings terrorist group, which is the bad guys from the original Iron Man movie, where hmm. he's captured and he's in the desert. Okay. Later, those people come up in a few other places, and then the most recently, they show up in the Ant Man movie, and they're trying to buy the uh, the oh the, shoot the Hornet costume, yeah. whatever that was. Yeah. Oh yes. And so basically, it is a technocratic, like, what weird, a word. Yeah, technocratic. So they're this weird technological cult. And that they're trying to take over the world. They're called the Tin Rings, and they're a terrorist organization. And Shang Chi is the guy that can take them down. Have they cast the lead yet? Is it yes. anybody you I recognize? I don't remember or... who it was, but okay. yes, they have announced some of the casting for this, hmm. which I think is going to be awesome. And the main bad guy of this, the leader of the Tin Rings, is the Mandarin, who they did the Mandarin ah. in in uh, Iron Man Two, but they're basically saying no, the Mandarin actually exists. Well, and he's a different guy. So it's not played by Sir Ben Kingsley or whatever his name is. Hmm. Um, but they're doing a totally different one. So this show is going to be really underrated. It might not get really good reviews just because it's so out there compared to some of the other stuff. It's not core to the series. But it's going to be one of my favorites. Okay. I think it sounds interesting. Yes. Well, yeah. Anytime. Yeah. Obviously, this is the first Asian superhero oh, that yeah. Disney is like. Putting they're they're putting front. a lot more effort into bringing Asian actors in. They have Jimma oh, Chan guess. for the the Eternals. They also had Jimma Chan as the bad blue chick in um, uh, Captain Marvel. She was a blue alien in that one. Oh, so she's the only person ah. to play two characters in the MCU. Was she Minerva? Yeah, she was Minerva. Nice. I only know that because of my Marvel I iPhone game that I used to play. Oh my gosh. Alright, so last show that has been on our radar is the Loki show. Mm -hmm. And basically, this is Loki in in game. They like go back and like they time travel. There's this like Matthew Berry cameo because they go back to like the Civil War. Mm -hmm. um, It was cool. Time. And, And then Loki steals the Tesseract and then he like... Disappears. Yeah. So Nathan, take Take that. Do I don't you, know, you know if that. this is going to affect the movies because this is one of those yeah. alternate timeline things that they established. And so I think that this is almost like Loki has the potential to completely take over the world like ever, like however he wants. And it's literally Loki's own playground and there's no one that can stop him. Hmm. Because I think this is one of the alternate timelines where our guys really aren't active there. So literally, we're going to be able to have Loki do whatever he wants. Which I think is going to be cool. So we don't really know much else other than that. Look, he's a little weird mischievous dude, and I kind of like him. Oh, yeah. 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 So in this one, in his alternate timeline, he could totally kill Thor. He could kill Odin. He could kill everyone, and it could just be Loki. Loki could completely take over. Or could he go back in, like, human history and, like, kill Hitler? <gasps> he could. I mean, like... But they might address that in What If... In the yes. What If TV show, they could do some stuff well, like that. Well, yeah, so that, that is another thing. That didn't make our top ten list. Yeah. But 
there is this, but it's like an, an animated show, right? Yeah, it's an animated show, so it doesn't really count. So basically, there is this an- animated show called What If, and it takes different What If moments throughout this like MCU timeline, and, oh. and it says like, what if so they actually like the defeated Thanos at the beginning, or like these for the super nerdy people, yeah, or like what if so and so didn't die, like mm-hmm. in this mo- movie, different stuff like that. All right, so then there are the three new shows that are mm-hmm. coming out: um, a a Miss Marvel show, Moon Knight, and She Hulk. Yes. Which one do you want to start off with? Let's do Miss Marvel first. Okay. Um, so this is a really interesting show because I don't know how they're going to tie this into Captain Marvel, um, because what's supposed to happen in the comic books is that Miss Marvel takes over the mantle of Marvel from Carol Danvers, who mm-hmm. is Captain Marvel, but our Captain Marvel's still here. So, she, like, just got here. Yeah, and it's a, and it's a brand new comic book series. came out in, like, 2013, so it doesn't have a whole lot of time to sit. It's pretty But current. basically, it's an it's a Islamic woman named uh, Kamala Khan. And like Kamala... Yeah, so... Kamala, she ends up becoming Miss Marvel instead of Captain Marvel, and she has basically the same powers, doing all the same stuff, and she's the first um, Muslim woman to be a superhero. Supposedly, she can shapeshift. She can shapeshift? I was not aware of that. And what this panel said, that her show will spin off into the movies. <gasps> oh, that's very or cool. Or that she will spin off into the movies. That's very so cool. So somehow they will have Miss Marvel that's big and time. Captain Marvel. That's very, very cool. I guess. I don't fully know. All right. What's next? Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Okay. Moon Knight is basically... I know. I've literally never heard of this character before. He's basically Marvel's Batman. He is... Ooh. Yeah, so he kind of operates in that kind of gritty millionaire that has a bunch of money and gadgets and stuff kind of world. Is his name Moon Knight? Yes, that's his That's his name, is Moon Knight. Uh, and he... So kind of like the Dark Knight, yeah. but he's but the Moon Knight. Knight. Oh, and so, not even that thing. very creative. But right. it's still really cool. All right, so he has this weird split personality kind of thing where he's a millionaire. He is Moon Knight. He's also like this weird crazy person. He has like five personalities, and he kind of goes into those. And Moon Knight is only but one of like them. But he's like a good person? Yes, he's a, he's a good person, but he does all these super crazy things. Okay. And his persona of Moon Knight was given to him by a Egyptian god. Kind of like how uh, Black Panther is... is a lot. Yeah, Black Panther gets his energy from the Wakandan goddess Bast, which is the big panther goddess. So it's basically, they're tying in these two ideas of like these uh, mythological gods giving people powers. Hmm. And this Egyptian god of the moon gives Moon Knight his power. And so one of his split personalities is this power given to him by an Egyptian god. That sounds wild. It's super wild. I heard that this is one of that this is like a very dark, kind of gory comic book similar to The Punisher. Yeah, it's kind of like Spawn even. And like, and on Netflix, The Punisher is like my favorite Netflix Marvel show, but it is very graphic. So I wonder how they're gonna do that. This on is Disney the one Plus. that they've been kind of wanting Keanu Reeves for, and so there's a decent chance that this is the one that they actually got him for. Um, which I think I can would be picture awesome. Him. Yeah, just thinking about people who played. Yeah, Batman. people were between Kit Harrington and Keanu Reeves, but now Kit Harrington is in the is in the Eternals, Eternals, which means that this is more than likely Keanu Reeves. That's very interesting. Keanu Reeves has had such a renaissance recently. Mm-hmm. I know the Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. There you go. Oh gosh. All right. So then the last one, 
She-Hulk. And what I've heard is this is going to be unlike any TV show Marvel has ever done. I don't know how I feel about this because this is like really weird scraping the bottom of the bucket for comic book kind of stuff. Okay, yeah. Um, I felt the same way about Guardians of the Galaxy and that blew my mind. So I could totally be wrong. I could totally be wrong. But um, basically, She-Hulk is a cousin of um, Bruce Banner in the comic books and gets a blood transfusion from the Hulk and becomes a mild version of the Hulk. So she's still human-sized, but she's green and she's strong. So I don't know how they're going to change it. They're going to change it somehow. Um, But it's basically a human-sized Hulk. Okay. Yeah. That's very interesting. Sounds weird. But hey, and that's basically it. But hey, but Marvel, there's you, a lot of legal stuff that goes point, into it. You can do whatever you yeah. want. So to kind of piggyback on that a little bit more. So Hulk is still owned by Universal Studios, so they are not able to do a lot of the Hulk storylines. And so, so what some people are thinking is that by doing She-Hulk, they're able to use the same Hulk storylines that they legally weren't allowed to use, but adapt them for She-Hulk and put them in the movies. Hmm. So this could be a soft retirement for Mark Ruffalo almost, where he'll still be in the movies, but all the storylines that they wanted to do with Mark Ruffalo, they're now going to do them with She-Hulk. I Have, love it. Wait, did yep. you say they cast this one yet? Or no, not yet. Okay. All right. So that's all of the Marvel stuff. That is on my radar. What about you, Nathan? I think that's it for me on, on Marvel, man. All right, because we need to get into some Star Wars stuff. Oh, boy. All right. Um, so should we start with the movie? We kind of have to start because with the movie. Because the new trailer happened. Oh, yeah. And a new poster dropped. Mm-hmm. And Emperor Palpatine yes. is on this new poster. Zara, have you seen this poster? No. Let me show you. Okay. Okay, but Nathan, are, are, are you telling me... That uh, looks cool. That the Emperor, so it basically has Ray fighting Kylo on this rock, and but eighty percent of this poster is a shadowy figure looking like Darcidius. All right. So what they're basically trying to say is that Emperor Palpatine has been the puppet master behind this thing for the whole time. So all three trilogies have been orchestrated by Emperor Palpatine for some grand purpose. Ooh. And so what you're saying is Palpatine is not dead. He might be, but he's still, even if he is dead from the grave, able to orchestrate these things. Because okay. we do have Force Ghosts. You know, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi died and became a Force Ghost. Okay. And Luke yeah. died and, become, and oh, became a Force Ghost. Oh, you're so right. Okay. And so they're basically saying that he, either beyond death or even physically, is still orchestrating this issue that's going on for his super secret Sith reasons. Um, in Star Wars Episode Two, he basically is still hidden, but he has Count Dooku as what everyone is chasing after. Count Dooku. That's basically what Snoke was. He was like the new Count Dooku. So Snoke actually wasn't leading this thing. Yeah, yeah. It was always been Emperor Palpatine, but Palpatine was using Snoke kind of like he used Count Dooku. So all of the people who are really salty that Snoke died in a very trivial way... They're right. Because yeah. Snoke meant nothing. But like all of these rumors and theories about who Snoke was, really, that all of that was mm-hmm. for nothing. Because it Palpatine. was for nothing. All right, Because cool. Palpatine is still there. All right. So this trailer dropped. Obviously, the biggest thing about this trailer, Zara, let me show you this little gif. Is we see Ray. Oh yeah. She has a 
dark what it robe looks on. like it as looks like two lightsabers, but in reality, she whips it around. She has like a Darth Maul it's lightsaber a double with like a lightsaber. hinge on or, or, or something. So Nathan, is Ray bad? Ray could be bad, but I don't think so. I think this is... We've talked so much about Ray. I remember you talking about like us not knowing who her mm-hmm. lineage is and just like... Could she be created? I think that that vision that is seen is Kylo Ren's vision of the future. Because he says in Star Wars Episode 8, I have seen it, you fall to the dark side. And she says no. I think that what we see in that trailer is Kylo Ren's vision of what he thinks Rey is going to be. Ah. So I don't think it's actually real. I think that's what he wants to be real. Okay. I like that. Yes. Trippy. Trippy. The other option is that she could totally go bad. And that in the next trilogy, we've been thinking this whole time that Kylo Ren was going to be the bad guy for the next trilogy, but it's really Rey. And that Ray for the next Kylo one, episodes Ren 10, 11, and 12, is going to be, the, is gonna be the, the big Darth Vader. Dude, that would be nuts. It would be nuts if in the next trilogy, 10, 11, 12, it is Ray versus Kylo or Ray versus Ben, but Ben is our good guy and it's Darth Ray. Oh, bro. And we literally watched Darth the Ray. rise of Darth Ray and we didn't even know it. Wow. I have no words because yeah. I've never thought of that. Yep. And that just blew we my We thought it was mind. a story about the rise of Darth Ky- or, Di- or Darth Ren or whatever they were going to call him. Yeah. But now it's Darth Ray. Hmm. That's nuts. It Are, could be. Do you have any other thoughts on this movie before we get into The Mandalorian and the other show that dropped? Yes. So I think that the major plot surrounding this movie is basically going to revolve around what's in the Death Star and how do we get to it? Because when Kylo Ren and Rey are fighting in that poster that you see where it's raining outside, they're fighting on top of the Death Star. Hmm. And the thing is called Rise of Skywalker. So it's talking about this rising action of um, who's going to end up on top. And so I think that it's basically they are fighting on the Death Star to bring in this legacy of who is going to win. Is it going to be... um, because now we have Luke versus Palpatine. They're both going to be Force Ghosts, probably. Ooh. And so you're going to have this physical battle happening on the so Death Mark Star. So Mark Hamill is making... Oh, yeah, he's 100% back. Oh, all right. But you're going to have this physical battle happening between Kylo Ren and Rey on top of the Death Star at the same time that Palpatine and Luke Skywalker are fighting inside the Death Star as Force Ghosts. So it's literally this rise of Skywalker. Who is going to win? Is it going to be the dark side or the light side? It's going to be this rising action. Dude! That's a really great summary. This is why we have Nathan on this podcast. So much better than I could ever talk about anything. Great, great job. It's going to be fun. Okay. Um, So so you're saying, wow, okay. Um, You got anything else? Nope, I'm good with that. All right. The Mandalorian. It's going to be tight. I I can't lie. The trailer looked like a movie. Like, if anyone is on the fence about getting Disney Plus, this show, this trailer for this This is the reason to get it. Is the reason, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would pay $3 a month just to watch the Mandalorian TV show, honestly. Sure. Oh, absolutely. Sure. So um, the Mandalorian basically takes place a little bit after, um, I think, the original series. So it's like after Boba Fett is already dead, and this kind of takes place sometime after that. It looks like on Tatooine as well, um, or some sort of desert planet, maybe Jakku or whatever the other one is called. Um, And so... 
This is not Boba Fett like a lot of people originally thought. It's a totally different actor. And so he's going to be doing some of the bounty contracts and fighting with all the little robots and other bounty hunters that we've seen throughout the series. So this is going to be a big fan service kind of thing where they're going to throw every Easter egg, every little reference. They're going to be bringing back in a lot of the extended universe from old Star Wars films and everything like that. This is basically going to be... It's made for you. Yes, it's going to be for people like me. So basically, leave it alone. Let me watch it. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, me, I will. Let, this is just for me. I'll they watch made the show Jeff Goldblum just one. for me. I'll watch Lizzie McGuire. Mm-hmm. You watch this. And the soundtrack and the trailer to this movie was totally different. So yeah. I think that the tone of this mo- of this TV series is going to be a, be a lot different. I think it's probably going to have like not a uh, probably a TV mature or whatever you want to call it uh, more vibe to it than some the, of the other stuff. But there is no TV mature shows on Disney Plus. Yes, but I think it's going to have a little bit more of that vibe though. Oh, okay, yeah. I It's going to be edgy. Um All right, boom. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I can't lie, man, Mandalorian looks great, but the craziest announcement maybe of D23 was What? They are you just say it, Nathan. All right, so they're bringing back Obi-Wan Kenobi. They are bringing the man himself back live action and they are doing a continuation live of the action. obi-wan of the obi-wan story with ewan mcgregor with i love ewan, ewan mcgregor mcgregor from the original trilogy ewan mcgregor or, yeah. ewan mcgregor mcgregor so they basically <laughs> have him come up on stage and he uh, like dick van dyke yes correct yes 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 <laughs> and so all of the star wars dirt just like freak out because he's because yeah whenever he was obi-wan people loved it 15 years ago like, he wasn't who he is now. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, like, now, yeah, so he's, yeah, like, one of the biggest stars, you know, like, from, like, that trilogy. He basically became a star Nat- because of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so now that he's returning <clears throat> to it, it's really cool. But this kind of has some weird implications that happen with the Solo movie because this was eventually going to be a two-and-a-half-hour movie. Hmm. And because the Solo movie didn't do very well, uh, at least financially, it was a cool content-wise, but just... Money-wise, it was not a mm-hmm. successful movie, so they scrapped it, and so they are now doing it as a Disney Plus series. But I think it's a 16-episode series, which means that we're getting like 16 hours worth of content of McGregor. Of McGregor, when we were just going to get two and a half hours or whatever. Give me so McGregor. This is, this is really cool. But there's something weird about it that it takes place um, before the Star Wars Rebels TV show. Yes. But it takes place after. The Han Solo movie. Okay. Which the Han Solo movie, the big reveal of that movie was Darth Maul. Uh-huh. And the big reveal of the Star Wars Rebels series was Darth Maul, which means that it's perfectly sandwiched between these two series. Hmm. So that means that the big reveal of Obi-Wan Kenobi's TV series is probably going to be Darth Maul. So instead of finishing off the Darth Maul um, storyline inside of a solo movie, they're going to finish it, basically Ah. bridge these gaps between uh, the Han Solo movie and Star Wars Rebels when Darth Maul dies with this Obi-Wan Kenobi series. But they also did an Obi-Wan Kenobi comic book series, um, which they're probably going to wrap into this TV show, where Obi-Wan Kenobi is like saving young Luke Skywalker from Sand People. And he's fighting off the, this Wookiee clan that comes to like kill him. And so this is basically going to be his time on Tatooine saving Luke, but also protecting Luke from the Crimson Sun. 
And he's basically going to take down this mafia organization of the Crimson Sun that they established in uh, the Solo movie. Man, just whenever I would think that that like Nathan is just like the Marvel expert, so he just drops all of the Star Wars knowledge. It's quite impressive. It's going to be cool. Well, Nathan, thank you so much for coming, for dropping all of your knowledge, um, for moving some light fixtures in my house because I can't have you come over and just not do manly projects at my house because I do not have those skills. That's why I'm here. All right. Now for realsies. Peace. For realsies. Bye. Nathan Agnew dropping all of the Disney knowledge, but now it's time for some marriage moment. Marriage moment. So Nathan is not here anymore because he's not married to us, but he (laughs) is part of our marriage moment. And that is... In our house, so we bought this house back in November, and in our dining room is this wild, crazy light fixture. It's like very modern. It has like twelve. If Edison you've seen bulbs. like yeah, like West Elm or like any like modern furniture place, you've probably seen this like light fixture. Yeah, but the light fixture hangs down like really far, and we're both short. As yes, as Monster Megan was put on blast about being short. Yes, um, I'm five six. There is five two, five three, five three, five three. Conservative. All right. Um, and this light fixture hits both of our heads. So like, um, and it's in our dining room. So we're supposed to have a dining room table in there, but this room is like real small. Um, we have this other room that's kind of like a foyer slash sitting room. It's like a huge, massive room. Yes. And so we decided to use that as our dining room instead and use this other room for Theo's eventual playroom. But we haven't moved the light fixtures, but thankfully Nathan came. And confession, I'm not a very man- manly, like, construction, like, home You're building. manly. You're just not, like, tool. Yeah, no. Good with, like, no. tools and stuff. I'm good at taking things apart, and then I forget how to put them back together, which is always a, a problem. Yeah. Um, and you so, have other strengths. You're thank- good at, like, podcasting. Thankfully, Nathan came to do this podcast, so then he helped me, really did most of the work in, in switching over these light fixtures. And now our home looks... 10 times better it made a huge difference because a huge difference that light fixture was so big it fits it fills up the room better yeah and then it, it now makes sense to have like a little tiny small fan in the other room so it all actually looks great so yeah so definitely a defining characteristics characteristic of the agnews is we're just very content homebody people yes uh, we never ever ever do home like home projects home improvement projects we built this house because it was basically by all built done. this house she means bought Whoa, this house bought this house because we did not build it no it, it was all renovated we don't we don't buy fixer uppers no, no i like to watch the fixer upper shows yeah but i don't we don't do projects i like to sing he's a little bit of, fi- of a fixer upper he's got a few flaws yeah, that's our house, and we fixed one of those flaws. Just one. Um, so, yeah, so thank you, Nathan, for not only dropping Disney knowledge, but for also making our, our house better. Thank you. And that's our marriage moment. Now it's time to get to Zero to Hero. Zero to Hero. Zero to Hero. No Zero to Hero. Just like that. All right, Zara, do you have a hero for this week? Do I ever? Do you? Yes. What is it? September came, and that means it's basically fall. Oh, my gosh. I did not know that you were going to say this, but this is extremely true. Yes. I have been married to Zara for six years. I have known Zara for 10 years. That's a long time. I have never known you to be this excited for fall before. 
Really? Our house literally has a sign that says, welcome fall. It does. It says happy fall. By by our fireplace. Yes. Um, You brought a fall candle into the room that we are recording this podcast in. Yes. Just so the room can smell like fall while we talk to My each other. My hero is basically fall candles. But yes, I, I decided to get, well, I had the weekend off to get ready our house a little bit more for fall. I put up the sign. I brought out a few pumpkin decorations. I'm starting to burn the fall candles. I got my pumpkin pecan waffles candle right now going. Makes me so happy. It smells so good. Have you gotten a pumpkin spice latte yet? I've gotten one. One. Okay. And it was actually iced because it was so hot that day. So, true, true. Because you know. in Texas, fall doesn't happen for a while. I want to drink my pumpkin spice when it's cold outside. Sure, and that sure, sure. will not be happening for like a while, which is sad. So what is it about the fall time that you're so excited about? One of the great things about marriage is that I just continue to learn things about you. Yeah. I mean, it's just nice to like, you know, kind of at the end of one season, you're like, okay, we've had summer. We've done all the summer things. We've spent time outside. It's been so hot. We've like done the pool. We've done the water. We've ate watermelon. We did 4th of July. It's all over. You're just kind of like ready for a change, ready for like a shake up with like your home scent, your home fragrance. You're ready for a shake up with your home decor, just ready for like to kind of change things over and switch things up and get excited about a new season that you can kind of like live in for a while. And of course, get more excited about a change in the weather, which in Texas, like Michael said, does not happen for a while. But just, you know, anticipation of a new season. Anticipation of a new season. That's really deep and thoughtful. Sure, 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 sure. I love it. All right. Do you have a hero for the week? Well, my hero is another anticipation of a new season. Okay. And that is a new season of an Amazon show. What? I had no idea was even existing until me and you were just sitting there watching TV on normal, like watching Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. And a commercial for a new Amazon show called Carnival Row came on. This is your hero? I love this show. We literally I, just started watching this like we're four two episodes days in. ago. We're four episodes in. Yeah. It has Orlando Bloom. He's great. Legolas himself. Or Will from Pirates of the Caribbean. Sure. Yes. Well, yeah. So this show is on Amazon Prime. Um, I had no idea it was coming into existence. My Well, like just launched. Like I, just started. I know, but part of my life revolves around listening to pop culture and like TV podcasts. True. And, and we like had, reading we just articles stumbled upon like, this. Like, yeah. We had no idea. So this show is one of the trippiest, weirdest shows. It's basically Sherlock Holmes. Yes. Mixed with Narnia. Mm-hmm. Mixed with... I said it was kind of like the musical Wicked, which you did see this musical. And it's musical about... Musical Wicked? Yes. Remember the witches and they're in um, the Emerald City. They yeah. There's the different animals and they are like oppressing them. And okay. Okay. it all has to do with like different species of like animals and making sure that they are not oppressed okay yes so it has a wicked vibe as well so yeah okay sure yeah so this story is very like fanciful mystical it deals with fairies Mm -hmm. and just random creatures yes and it's kind of dark like it's 
Like, it's like a more gory show than I thought you would like to watch. Just It doesn't show a lot. Like, it's not as much as The Walking Dead. It's yeah. just like yeah. every once in a while. Also, because there it does is have random to, nakedness that I did we not have to see fast coming. forward yes. that. But it's not like a lot. And like, it's not as bad as Game of Thrones, yeah. for sure. So, so the synopsis plot of this show says a human detective, a.k.a. Orlando Bloom. and Or Philo. And a fairy... AKA By Kara Delavine, who what was she's she? in? She was in like a John Green. She movie. was in Paper Towns. Paper Towns, that's the one. Yeah. What I mostly know her of from she's like is a this model too. Movie that's called Valerian and the City of of yes. a Thousand Planets. I guess that's probably like the most like recent super one. CGI movie that people hated. I on, didn't but see it. Wasn't it. that bad? Yeah, I didn't see um, it. So she is a fairy, and they rekindle a dangerous affair in a Victorian fantasy world. So, so this is set in like. Victorian London, like, yeah, like 1800s or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, where where the city's un, where the city's uneasy peace collapses when a string of murders, aka Sherlock Holmes vibe. Yeah, yeah. Reveals an unimaginable monster. Okay, we've gotten but glimpses, not monster Megan. Glimpses of the monster so far. Starting to learn more about the mystery. Yes, the love story. They just they just the episode we just watched told kind of the backstory of how. These characters like met and fell in love. So it's, I mean, yeah, it's good so far. You were reading something that was saying this was supposed to rival Game of Thrones, and it's definitely like not, I don't think, quite on that scope, but it is a, I mean, it's good. It's like a very fantastical world, like sucks you in kind of show. Yeah. So Amazon has been very upfront with they are trying to create a Game of, of Thrones type show for their. Amazon Prime Network, which mm-hmm. is this whole Lord of the Rings thing. They spent like a billion dollars on the show. Um, that hasn't come yet. But. And so this Carnival Row show came out of nowhere. And I'm not going to lie, like the CGI is really good. I mean, like it is a beautiful looking show. Like mm-hmm. they like went all out. They obviously got two really big actors to like be in the show. Um, I am all in. I don't know anyone else in real life who has watched this show. My friend Lauren is watching it. Yes, but Lauren has moved away. So, or she hasn't moved yet. Oh, oh, okay. Well, Lauren, if you are listening to this podcast, let me know your takes on this show because I need to talk with someone about it. That's yes. not Zara because me and Zara. So none of your friends are watching it. No, not no yet? one yet. I sent them the trailer. Some of them hated on it, but oh, oh well. Oh gosh, okay. Because it does it it it. it it involves fairies. Like, some dudes just aren't in on fairies. But I I am. Tinkerbell. Do you remember that show Fern Gully? I mean, like, those movies? Yes. Yes. I have, like, weird, like... Not a Disney movie. No, no. But, sorry, that's, like, a fairy movie that... Or series of movies? Don't fully know. All right. That's my hero. Do you have a zero for this week? The only thing I can think of is that Dancing with the Stars, the new season is starting pretty soon. Maybe maybe as soon as next week. Wait, how is this a, a zero? Oh, I mean, okay, yes. The fact that it's coming back is not a zero. This is my favorite show. I love it. But two of the core casts um, of pro dancers are not going to be coming back this season. And that would be Sharna with the red hair. What? See, you actually I love know, Sharna. You actually know who that is. I she's do. The girl with the red hair. And then there's also um, a pro male dancer named Artem who did not get asked to come back, which is kind of dramatic. So there'll be definitely like two new dancers. Will I like them? Will they be good? Uh, I don't know. Um, 
Also in the cast, I know Hannah Brown is going to be um, on the show. How do you feel about that? Um, I am, man. Kind of over Hannah. I kind of am. Yeah, if me too. If it wasn't for the last like three weeks of that show, I would be all all in. I know. I'm I'm wondering if she just needs like a little break. I mean, maybe. And then I know the other person I'm kind of excited about is Karamo. I think his last name is Brown also, but he is from the show Queer Eye on Netflix, which I love. So I'm definitely excited. I think he'll be a really good dancer and probably like top three. Um, but it's not really not really a full zero. You said something about the one of the Crazy Rich Asians director for the sequel has left the show. Any other news about that? That sounds like a zero. Basically, the other co-writer is a white dude. And this Asian-American lady <gasps> was offered way less money to That's write horrible. the sequel than her white male counterpart. Well, I would quit too. Well, actually, I probably wouldn't because oh, she boy. gets paid a lot. Okay, this is really bad. Uh-oh, I'm scared. The the white male dude for for writing this movie... 800000 to $1 million. Okay. How much do you think this lady was given? I'm scared, but I'm going to say $500,000. $110,000. No. $1 no. To a tenth of the same amount no. of money. No. That's horrible. Okay. Now, obviously. I'm appalled. I got to like read into some like. Yeah, I got to like, maybe like he's way more famous than she is. But still, I would, but man, like that's nothing. It's pretty bad. You write one of the biggest hit shows or hit movies of 2018 and you get max a hundred grand. Not good. Nah, nah, man. That's not what being famous is all about. No, it's not. Yeah. Gotta get that lady at least like a couple more racks. Yeah, for sure. All right. So yeah, I would say now that I did more research, uh, yeah, that was, um, that, Give me both of our zeros. It's pretty bad. Or at least mine and yours. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. Reach out, comment. Uh, Hit us up on Instagram. Uh, to visit our website. Yes. Um, also, we have not had like a podcast review on the actual iTunes review thing in over a year. <gasps> so I never push that. But if you're like, if you're like one of our top fans, if you're like in the inner circle, you should do that because that's how people find our podcast. Megan. Um, what up, Monster Megan? You should uh, give us a review if you've made it all the way through this hour-plus-long podcast. All right. See you next time. Peace. Bye. Like Tarzan and Jane, girl, you'll be in my heart. I will fight Jafar with all the Robin Hood starts. Beat the crook, Captain Hook, and any evil that embarks. If baby starts to leave his mark, I'll send him to a pit so dark you can't see light. Oh, come here, my Snow White, to have a princess for a wife. Yeah, that'd be alright. Chilling up in the castle all day and night. Girl, you're in the middle of my circle of life.